Episode 392 for October 2015. And if you're a fan of this podcast and our website, log on to our front page at SpidermanCrawlspace.com. Look for a button on the right-hand side that says support this site via PayPal. And you can help us pay the bandwidth costs that it takes to host all these MP3s up on our server. And I'd like to thank Stephen, who is our first donator of October. He donated essentially $3.99, which is the cover price of a comic. So, Stephen, I appreciate that. All right, gang, let's get on with our Friday Night Fight for October. We're headed back to 1976 for this fight, and it's an annual, George. It is, annual number 10, and I read this one like a billion times back when I was a kid. I was one year old. I, th- in I was, uh, I was uh, 76, I was four. There you go. But um, I read this how, originally. How, did your mom pick this off the spinner rack for you? Yes. You yes. This was yeah. one of them that my mom had bought for me. Yeah. Um, but this was also one that I wrote in and didn't, you know, I had a lot of comics from back then that I didn't take care of because when you're four, you're not a collector. No, you're not. When you're four, you're just a, there's, there needs to be a dinosaur in this panel. <laughs> oh, you drew dinosaurs? I drew dinosaurs. Dude, I, I was four. I drew, so Stegron I drew has made his goddamn everything, man. <laughs> So, but this is the first appearance of a villain called the Fly. It is the Human Fly, Richard yeah. Deacon, and I went um, when I was when I really started collecting. I was in middle school. That's when I that's when I started to get long boxes and file and take care of things. Same same here. And um, I was like, wait a minute, you mean these things have actually been worse? Crap! I used to draw on these things. What the hell, you know? <laughs> and um, and this was one that I bought early on because I I remembered liking it so much when I was a little kid. And then in middle school, sure enough, I would I just this and Amazing Spider-Man Annual Three were just two for whatever reason that I well I mean number three is obvious but I I just always loved this story you know yeah and I think part of it is because it's it's kind of a legacy Scorpion story mm, yeah and we'll get to that in a minute um, but it's. It's also, you know, it's got that great Gil Kane art. I love Gil Kane doing it, the way he did Spider-Man stories. Uh, Gil Kane and Ross Andrew. I, I loved both of them very much uh, back in the uh, back in the late seventies. You there? Yeah, I'm okay. here. Okay, I'm, I'm listening. Normally, I'm hearing you typing or chewing or doing something. I'm not used to just complete silence. <laughs> I actually am eating a cheese it, and I'm muted while I chew. Okay, that, well, that threw me off. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> now we have to start all over. No, 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 no. no. You love Gil Kane. You love Ross Andrew. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm listening. I'm here. So, okay, basically, there's no context really to set up this story. Because it's an no, annual. It's, it's a self. It's an yeah, it's a, it's a contained one-shot story. Um, but basically, you've got um, a gang. By, by, the, by the way, annuals, here's a little history. Yeah. Uh, in order to make more money... And uh, Marvel had X amount of spaces that they were allowed on the shelf and in the bookstores, etc., or in the newsstand. So they thought, I wonder how we can make more money. What if we put out a 13th issue every year, and what if we charge more money for it by putting more content in it? Hey, that, oh, I can sell that. We can make more money with that. Right. And that's how, that's how annuals were made. There's your little spider history. And annuals, <laughs> annuals are always hit or miss. Well, back in the day, they weren't that miss. 
current, I think eight, 1989 on annuals are mess. Yeah. <laughs> is my opinion. I mean, but you've had some really good Spider-Man annuals before. Like, uh, yes, you have. Uh, like we pointed out, number three. Um, number 14 with Doctor Strange and uh, and Spidey fighting uh, uh, Dormammu. Yeah. And, um, and Doctor Doom also. Huh? First annual, the very first annual is the Sinister Six appearance. Yeah, first, first Sinister Six. Um, of course, the wedding took place in an annual. If that wedding ha- – well, the wedding won't happen in current time, but that wedding definitely would not appear in issue 21 of Amazing Spider-Man's annual these days. It would be a four-issue miniseries called Renew Your Vows or something Oh, yeah. Like it, 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 <laughs> There's no way. It, it, it'd have a checklist. It'd have a checklist. Yeah, they, they get the cake in this issue. They get the ring in this issue. 57 variant issue or variant covers. Yes. Yeah. Mary Jane in 57 different dresses. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so back to the story. Yeah, meanwhile, back in the ring. Meanwhile, back in the issue, um, the, the cops have a gang holed up in an apartment building. Uh, and the gang is led by a two-bud hood named Richard Deacon, who's um, trying to shake down a, a older guy for money. And they've got, they've got uh, him and his daughter hostage. He has a young blonde daughter. Yep. And Richard Deacon is such a big guy, he slaps her around. It's like it's, it's like Lynn Wayne. Oh, yeah, I forgot to say, uh, this was drawn by uh, uh, Gil Kane. It was written by, plot by Lynn, or Lynn Wayne and uh, written by Bill Mantlo, yeah. yeah. So they want you to hate Richard Deacon right off the bat, so they have him slapping around a gal. <laughs> and uh, while the cops are like, okay, well, we can't open fire from outside because we don't want to you know, wind up hitting the girl or her dad, Spider-Man's like, you know what, I got this. <laughs> he jumps, Spidey jumps in, and of course, how does it go down with Spidey and goons? Uh, just like it's Thursday, yeah. Yeah, uh, just basically beating the crap out of goons. It's, it, yep. it's no different than, he, than he, if he was Batman. I mean, it's just, you know, people try to shoot him, he dodges, he webs up guns, he webs up mouths, faces, whatever. Um, evading multiple gunshots. Well, just kicking the crap out of goons and throwing people around like rab dolls, which I always love. I love when Spidey throws people. It's always great. <laughs> um, but then Deacon seizes the situation or, or takes advantage of, of Spider-Man being distracted and takes the girl hostage and puts a gun to her head. Um, yeah. I don't think they ever say their names in here, the daughter and her dad. And so Deacon uh, uses the girl as a hostage to try to get past the cops but as he's doing that, Spidey webs her from the top of the building, webs her up, pulls her up. Deacon is enraged, starts opening fire at Spidey, at New York's finest, at whatever he can see. And with, with you know a ton of New York cops here, you can guess how that goes down, <laughs> right? Yeah. So they plug him I don't know how many times, and he falls in uh, off of a pier into the, into the water. Spidey, you know, takes off. You know, at first the cops are like, "Wait a minute, you're wanted," and then one of the other cops is. This, how many times does this happen in comics? Where one cop is like, or in Spidey comics, one cop is like, "Wait a minute, you're under arrest for this," but Spidey just did something, so another cop, will, you know, says, "Wait now, he just did us a favor. Let's 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 <laughs> let him off today." You know what I mean? That that yeah. it seems like that happens a lot in Spidey. I agree. So Spidey swings off. Uh, meanwhile. Um, you've got Jonah going to visit – at the beginning of the issue, Jonah and, and Peter and Robbie are having a conversation about how you know, there's, there's not a lot of new stuff 
to feature for Spider-Man pictures. The, the, the public's already seen him fighting Doctor Octopus and and you know all these other people and Rhino and whoever you know. Yeah. So and, and Peter points that out, you know, and then Jonah suddenly, you know, gets like a brainstorm and, and rushes off. Well, this is where he rushed off to. He rushed off to talk to Dr. Harlan Stillwell, who is the brother of Dr. Farley Stillwell, who we saw in Amazing Spider-Man number 20, who created the Scorpion. What happened to Farley? Did he die? Farley died in that same issue. He, he died trying okay. to redeem himself yeah. by throwing chemicals that would have reversed the process, by right. trying to throw those chemicals on the Gargan, and he lost his footing and fell down and died in the street. Ah, got it. So here's his brother, Harlan Stillwell, and... For those of you who've read Renew Your Vows number three, apparently the regent is being assisted by a doctor something. Her name starts with an S, I think. Doctor something uh, Stillwell. Mm-hmm. So she's probably related to these people. It's like a legacy of mad scientists. <laughs> and st- you know, still Stillwell is like, dude, I don't want to help you, Jonah. My brother tried to help you to make a criminal. Look what happened. And Jonah's yeah, not not again. Yeah, not again. Jonah's yeah. like, but wait, Doctor, hear me out. We would make a great hero with fantastic, mm. you know, abilities that would that would be able to stop Spider Man. And so, you know, Stillwell's like, well, okay, whatever. You know, your dollar amount is right. Really, that's all I care about. <laughs> but Stillwell has been working with flies. You know, so suddenly mm-hmm. he decides, yes. You know, he says, Musca, Musca Domestica, common house flies. Like, this is going to be his answer to beating a guy who gets his powers from spiders. <laughs> Has he not seen the movie The Fly from the 19, was it, 50s or 60s? Well, it's not that. It's just, if I'm going to go after something that's going to beat a fly it's, or a spider, it's not going to be a fly. No. It's not going to be the thing that is this other thing's diet. What is a spider's natural enemy? It's not damn sure not a fly. Uh, damn sure not a fly. I agree. It's probably hell. It's probably birds. Yeah, yeah. Or a vulture. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Vultures. I, uh, vultures are too busy eating dead stuff. I know. I'm just thinking of Spider-Man's early oh, gallery. Yeah. But go, go ahead. So uh, anyway, so while uh, Stillwell is about to start work. Richard Deacon walks in, all shot up, wounded, wet from having crawled out of the river. And it turns out Deacon heard the entire conversation, and he's like, I'm going to be your test subject. Me, Rick Deacon. Like, that means something. And, of course, yeah. Stillwell had, has been listening to the news earlier in the evening. He was like, wait a minute. You're the guy that the cops killed. And he was like, no, they didn't kill me. So he forces Stillwell at gunpoint to perform the procedure on him, and it turns him into the human fly. And I always liked this costume. Yeah. The costume was always very good. For me, it was always a, a great costume design wasted on a two-bit guy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yep. And, yeah, I mean, he's got the, the, the green and yellow suit and the wings and, the, you know, his suit has, like, the, the you know, uh, bug eyes, you know, like fly eyes, you know, and everything. It's a great-looking suit. Yeah. So, um, eventually... Deacon Deacon winds up killing Stillwell because he's a nut. And Jonah stumbles in, finds him, and then the fly kidnaps Jonah, you know, and goes after Jonah, tries to kill Jonah. It's it's like it's like Scorpion all over again. Yeah. And he he kidnaps him uh, right in front of Peter and Robbie, 
And when the cops finally uh, try to catch up with him or locate him, Spider-Man arrives at the scene to fight the fly. And this is it's a it's a fun fight. I mean, Deacon yeah. again is not as strong as as uh, as Spider-Man, but he is pretty strong. According to the um official Marvel handbook from the mid-80s. Yeah. Uh, Deacon was uh, capable of lifting uh, one ton. He was about as strong as Captain America was back in the day. Uh, now, he didn't have any of Captain America's fighting skills, thankfully, or, you know, for fighting. Mm-hmm. But he he's a guy that learns to adapt to his new powers pretty quickly. You know, like it's just like genetic right. memory. It's like his body saying to him, oh, try to do this because you can totally do that. So he winds up... Uh, Getting the upper hand on Spidey pretty quickly, he intercepts him in the sky, knocks him off his web line. Um, he, his wings do this like ultrasonic kind of blast yeah. um, that Spider-Man has to duck out of. And uh, you know, he, when, he, when he ducks away from that, then uh, while he's trying to get out of the way, the fly uses that to his advantage you know, and smashes him to the side of a building. Uh, it's a very brutal fight at the, at the beginning. Yeah, and uh, and when he thinks that he's you know finally gotten um, Spider-Man on the ropes, he winds up going to Jonah and telling him you know he's going to kill Spider-Man, then he's going to kill Jonah. He's kind of gloating, you know. <laughs> and uh, Jonah's bad mouthing him at the same time, and and all the while, you know, unfortunately the fly doesn't have a like a fly sense, <laughs> you know. Right. So Spider-Man's coming up behind him, but he does turn in time to see Spider-Man and just decks him off of – off. you know, they're fighting on a construction site, which is, you know, because it's comics. That's how it goes. Exactly, and it's visually cool. He decks him, and Spidey goes flying off the, off the girder. And while this is happening, the fly knocks Jameson off, of the, mm-hmm. kicks him off the, off the girder, forcing Spider-Man to save Jonah – and Spidey does that. He, he uses a, you know his webbing to create a, a net to catch Jonah. And now this is where Spidey turns the tables. Uh, the fly, you know, flies right down on him, and Spider-Man just hits him like you know, like like a like a left cross or a left hook. I don't, again, I don't know what's what. I don't know. <laughs> hits him with his left hand real hard. There you go. And uh, and the fly goes uh, sprawling back. Then he webs the fly's wings up. Mm. The fly's not expecting that. He's like, oh, crap, now I can't use my sonic thing, and I can't fly. It's forcing you know, us to go to go mono a mono, hand-to-hand. You know? and, uh, and he actually winds up kicking Spider-Man in the face. And he says that – here he tells Spider-Man that I'm still fast as you and, and at least twice as strong. Again, that's incorrect. He's not. According to the Marvel handbook, he, he no, this is this is not. He's just talking. Smack, he's talking yeah. smack. Yes, yeah. the Marvel handbook at that time had, or not at that time, but back in the eighties had Peter at ten tons, you know, base yeah. that he could press. Uh, and so Spider-Man reacts to the kick pretty well, springs back up, kicks the fly in the head, hits him again with that left. I don't know what it is with the left. Spidey's left is like Stegron's tail to the fly. And that's his weaker hand. He's generally yeah, right-handed, yeah, I think. He yeah. is right. I mean, he doesn't have an yeah. answer for it. All right. And so he kicks the, the living crap out of the fly pretty quickly, then uh, then hits him again real hard, you know, in one of those things where it looks like he's flying towards the panel because he's been hit so hard. And he winds up uh, suspended in uh, Spidey's wings. And Peter, of course, manages to get pictures of the fly trussed up in the webbing along with 
J. Jonah Jameson, <laughs> who is tied up and also in the in the webbing, which of course is an embarrassment to uh, to Spidey. But of course, decision easy. Spider Man, you know, yeah. Spider Man is the winner here. Again, it's just an interesting fight. It's a great little story. It's a great little one off story. If you like, you know, if you like those things, um, it's mm-hmm. kind of a lost art now in this <laughs> in this day of event comics. Um, yeah. But it uh, it's a, it's a fun little story. I always like the flies uh, costume. I always just thought that was a really cool look, um, which is kind of wasted on a vil- on a villain. You know, of course, the fly famously would later go on to be one of the villains killed uh, by the scourge of the underworld. Remember that Captain America villain? Yeah, I think he got better. He though. did get better. Uh, yeah. He got resurrected by the hood. <laughs> Yeah, right when the hood was using uh, powers given to him by Think Dormammu. Yeah, I've got it in front of me. It was in uh, the Human Fly from his Wikipedia page. The Human Fly is among the eighteen criminals that were murdered by the scourge of the underworld to be resurrected by the hood using the power of Dormammu as part of a squad assembled to eliminate the Punisher. That was in Punisher Volume yeah, Seven, that Number Five. Yeah. <laughs> He now has acid vomit that can melt steel and wings strong enough to deflect cannon fire and sharp enough to cut a dump truck in Yeah, two. when he got resurrected, he wasn't really the same look guy anymore. He was more of a freak. And the fly, now craving human flesh, devours a prostitute in a private room and then fights a group of armed guards who bust in vomiting deadly acid on them. So it's like a brand new case story. <laughs> oh, the vomiting vulture, if you The will. vomiting vulture or, and or freak. Oh, and freak. And the human fly, just to keep up with his latest appearance, he is apprehended by Agent Venom in Venom number 15, the Flash Thompson Venom. But he's able to escape to prisoner transport to the raft when the Hobgoblin attacks transport, trying to kill the human fly for stealing money from the kingpin, tying it into last month's uh, fight club. The human fly is later recruited by the third crime master to become a member of the Savage Six, and that happened in Venom 17. And he's then the last, the latest appearance by the uh, the human fly. He is hired by Boomerang and the Owl to become a member of the Sinister Sixteen in the Superior Foes of Spider-Man. I don't remember him from being in that. I remember the Sinister Sixteen and how crazy ass all that was. He was probably in the back. <laughs> he was standing next oh. to the clown. Yeah, he was. I guess so. Or, or the clown oh. three, or whatever it is. Yeah. The clown is like a legacy character now. And, and interestingly enough, on his Wikipedia page, I don't remember this book, The Human Fly, where he was a superhero. Oh, it's a, I think that's a different guy. It is, but it, I mean, it, he shares the name, The Human yeah, Fly. A different costume, different dude. Yeah. So, anyway. Anyway, this, uh, it, there's always a fun book from uh, that I remembered from my youth. Exactly. Back when annuals counted, because this character is still around. Yep. <laughs> 